You ever eat a cookie and you just look at it? Like, goddamn, that's a good cookie. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the between a black person at HBCU and a Mexican at HBCU. Okay. I do with tacos too. Anyways, this is Tom Foolery with TNK. Alright. So. I'm from. <coughs> Friends. Oh my friends. god. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Here oh. we go again. <laughs> I love it. Oh shit. Here we go again. <laughs> We've got either black and tan, mocha man, friendly neighborhood, non Spider Man, me. I mean, I'm just a taco loving, eating Mexican in that order. I. <laughs> you know. The one and only. Pick the fatty cheese in that order. Oh my gosh. <laughs> anyway, um, welcome. Um, quick shout out, real quick, because we're Chris and I are just very excited right now. You want to know why we're excited? Because we got two likes on one of our posts. <laughs> and we're also a little jacked up on caffeine. No, we are not jacked up on caffeine. I, I have I don't, I don't no clue what you're talking, talking about. about. But I am. One of these two people are are lying. Wait, what? What are you talking about? Yeah, wait, what do you mean? Wait, they're both on caffeine, so actually, one of them is lying. Oh, yeah. (laughs) 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 Calling you out on your bullshit. I'm like, oh, yeah. Aw, man, you know, just G, G, will agree. But yeah, um, something that Thomas brought up yesterday is that we have two likes on our page. That are not popping up anymore. Oh, that's depressing. They're there. Oh, we did. I wanted to call them out by name because I was just like really happy. But uh, there, there we go. There's one. That's one. <laughs> I don't. I don't think you can. Uh, okay. You know what? We'll we'll fix it later. I'll find it later. I'm not gonna waste too much time right now. But I did want to give a quick shout out to the two people that did like us. I promise that next podcast we'll get your names down. I think I think it's like they they like you or the, it's the number of likes that you get per day. So like that specific day. Well, there there were, there were two people that liked us in that one day. I just know that we are very grateful because that means you <laughs> care. Right. I, I did find ironic though how you did have to like only the third one and not the first, second, or anyone after that. Just just specifically, I don't know what we did right then, but I'm glad I'm what glad you like the third one. What you're saying is, Chris, is that you need to check it daily. No. Uh, I mean, uh, oh yeah. <laughs> but um. Anyway, we will be doing this next podcast on Guardians of the Galaxy Volume One and Volume Two. If you're new, just checking in this podcast or just looking for something to watch. Thank you. I hope you check out the rest. Technically, listen. Listen. I mean, they will be watching eventually. Technically, it's uploaded to YouTube. But ah, thank you for t- thank you for tuning in. All right, we really appreciate it. And there, there are also like a really like a lot of other good Marvel podcasts out there as well. Thank you for choosing ours. I definitely recommend checking out Marvel Entertainment. They do uh, the Marvel Daily. But anyway, <clears throat> end of the session. Um, Guardians one versus Guardians two. One was really interesting and. Uh, you know, awe-inspiring, and the other was a watered-down version of Thor Ragnarok for a comedic effect. Wow! What? But it came wow. before Thor. What? Uh, wow! Wow! Oh, I see. Okay, I, at least we know. I see. We put pineapples better. on our pizza. I see. <laughs> okay, wait a sec. We have to have the debate right now. No! Yes. Do it. Do it. I want to know what it is. Please. All right, I'll say something that's way more disagreeable. 
Oh, this should be interesting. No, right. puppies are not cute. Right. Continue. Right. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I was gonna say we put honeydew on our pizza. What? <laughs> okay, okay, Who that's that? that. You need to come up with a sign because I legitimately almost spit up my pot. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, you like honeydew on your pizza? <laughs> no, the fuck are you saying? Puppies are not cute. I, was not I mean, it depends on puppy. Are we, are we just gonna puppy. drop hot takes? Is that all we're doing? Oh, we're just fire bending? Hi. Hi, as you go here. Hi. Marvel Agnica. Thor Ragnarok was the best Thor movie because the first two were bad in comparison. Thor, it was the inverse of Iron Man, where the first two were good, and then the third one was like, oh, wow. <laughs> you did that. Now, I, I do completely agree with you, but note how I said watered down. In my opinion, I love Gar- Let me- let me- Alright, alright. All right. I have to let you fire a bit. We have to let the best play themselves. Drop that big stick. Um, so Guardians one was I thought was like was really well written, really really good, had a good plot line. Whereas uh, also the difference between Thor Ragnarok is that it was more comedic, just as Guardians two was more comedic. However, unlike Thor Ragnarok where there was like a lot of depth, the entire plot line, which was watered down for Guardians of the Galaxy two, was I have daddy issues. Here, son, catch. What? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I was not a fan of Guardians 2. I, I thought it was really good for people who were not into the MCU. It was a really good um, comedic okay. film and that answered a lot of unanswered questions. But compared to Guardians 1, I was not the biggest fan of it. But the whole point of uh, well, Guardians 2, it leaned into the whole thing with his dad issues because the whole first one, they had he had issues with his dad. And we wanted to know who was that. Literally, the second one was just answering one big question while giving us a bigger peek at the universe and how some of its inner workings were, what they did outside of get arrested by the Nova Corps. At the same time, we got to look at an actual Eternal, though I don't remember um, his Ego. actual Ego's Ego. like actual title, like what he was. Because I know in the comics, he's a living planet mm. where the Fantastic Four have had run-ins with him, and he's gotten sick mm. or died, or he's... Oh, oh. No Fantastic Four? He, I think you're thinking of... You know, I'm not trying to like this, but I think you might be thinking of the Green Lantern planet that was alive. I got the ring. No. They actually... So, Fantastic Four... I just wanted to make sure. There were some comics from way back when Blockbuster existed <laughs> that were all on There's only one the Blockbuster old still left. standing. Uh, where? It's in where? Where? No, we don't know where. Where? Alaska. Go to Alaska, my friend. Will do. <laughs> we'll do once I get Lauren, the time. How old are you for the record? How old am I now? I mean, friends, how old is your soul? Oh, oh man. That's the best question I've heard all day. I'm going to say five. It's five. It's pretty imaginative. Oh, we're twins. But oh, how long ago was this? This was like, this is definitely 2006. They were selling comics to make more money, and this was around the time that like Reese's released like a set of chocolate-based chips. With Lay's? What? Yes, yeah, so like they were just dessert chips. It was short-lived and no one remembers it. Yeah. And no, it was delicious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, it was phenomenal. Oh, yeah, no, it was great. It was like one of those candies. It was like Sprite Remix. You hear about it, and you may have looked at it, but you didn't try. Or you did try, and you're like, oh, it was great. I miss it. Sprite chair. Dang. Oh, no. right. Sprite chair. <laughs> Fair so, but continue. So, so in this comic, they actually were traveling in space, as apparently they do regularly, 
Um, even though Nintendo got their powers and it kind of sucked for a bit until they realized powers are great and people wanted to pay them money to use their powers. Ignoring that, they actually went to the planet Ego for the first time and there were people living on it and the people, the planet was sick. And while it was sick, it then proceeded to overreact and they had to go in and cure it. And that was it. It was a short comic. It was like 14 pages and then on the other side was a ghostwriter comic. That's actually really funny because that reminds me of a friend I have who was doing a D&D session and the player deviated with like stroke luck of the draw to another location where the DM had like the entire campaign actually take place and like with one flaw in his campaign he just like disassembled it like fixed everything in that one city and they got there and they were like what next and the DM was like I don't know <laughs> oh god he was like what do you mean he dismantled my entire plan <laughs> one turn yeah, all it takes so, is one bad move, Thomas. All right. I, I learned that in Hearts on the Day. Jesus Christ. We need to stop. Oh my god. Anyway, but uh, real quick for all, all of you, what is your what do you prefer better? Like um Guardians one or Guardians Two? Which one which one is uh your your higher uh, ranking? Very curious. I'm sorry. Guardians one one, it introduced a lot of people, it introduced a lot of concepts, it brought Eternals into the universe, it brought the Kree, it at least gave us a glimpse of the Kree, um, and Nova Corps, so we could actually eventually one day maybe have a Nova Corps movie. Maybe. maybe. I would love that. I would love that. I think they do have one in the works. After the Infinity Saga. They teased it. They have an actor for it. Wait, they did? Yeah. When's this coming out? I thought they were just like drafting the This was teased right before. Well, okay. This was teased right before they actually. There was an announcement that Black Widow would be getting her own movie. Mm. You know, that. Well, I assume that would have existed a long time ago. It still happened. I know. She's still Black Widow. <laughs> She's not dead. Yeah. Yeah. Unlike Doctor Strange. No, no, he, he beat me to the punch. He beat me to the punch, and I hate it. I'm not gonna bring up any of the dead characters. I'm just gonna say, Child's still alive. Very true. Child, very true. Um, but continue. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy one. Let me see. Gave us a glimpse of space pirates. Fucking cool. There's no other reason. I space love Yondu. Cool. And the way they actually use Yondu, Yondu actually looks like how Drax looked in the comics. Which I'm very, very proud of, by the way. Like their costumes are actually like very pinpoint accurate. Star Wars was a little different, but I like what they did. And I have to say, I mean, Tony's armor is really cool, but if I could choose, like, one getup to pick from the MCU to actually wear, it would be Star-Lord's. Star-Lord, yeah. He has a lot of cool gadgets. He has a helmet that can basically do anything and make its own oxygen regardless. It's just really cool. I like it so much. You see. And Star-Lord, going back to get his mom's mixtape, is still next to Yondu, showing why he's a pirate captain. Still one of my favorite moments. And something funny that I really do like, especially with Peter Quill, is that like he'll have these badass moments where you can tell he's like a rogue outlawish character. Like he'll just have these moments, whether it's luck or skill, he's just able to get himself out of the trickiest situations and take on literally like half an army and then literally be be just, you know, messing with messing with his orb, literally just took out like a whole armada of space pirates walking down the street in these ragtag a, a raccoon. <laughs> just here to rabbit. And 
and this living plant just just zap your your eyes now. Like it's just like what? What? Just it bought, I just find it hilarious. Like it really shows like Star Lord's duplicity from oh I'm this actual outlaw badass to I'm a klutz, <laughs> especially when it matters. I thought it was really good. Well, see, like for me, if I had to choose between okay, so if I if I had to if I had to choose if we we're gonna watch a movie tonight, okay, I choose Guardians, the first one. The first one. Okay, so two for first one. All right. Because, like the second one, I mean, I liked it, but it's not like. I guess I guess you would equate it to um. Um, out of Thor one and Thor Ragnarok, or no? Let me let me say something else different from besides Thor. The Avengers movies. Okay. If I was gonna put Age of Ultron. And the original Avengers. Age of Ultron, without a doubt. Exactly. <laughs> Fair point. Alright. I love the Ultron. Oh yeah, so side note, Lawrence, act- in our next podcast, we will be talking about Captain America Civil War and Avengers. No, it does not properly follow. Technically, it's Age of Ultron, then Ant-Man. However, just for hype's sake, I really wanted to keep the two Avengers movie together because they're just that good. Last night, we literally watched both of them simultaneously. We're going to watch Age of Ultron again. One in the morning, Thomas. What time is it? 8.22. Oh, I mean last right. night. Yes, last okay, night. Okay, well, so I was like, we're not going to be up until 1 in the morning tonight. What are you talking about? No, I mean last night. I mean, that's just called commitment, my friend. Well, how many films are we watching tonight? Just one. Yeah, just Really? Yeah, just Ant-Man. We're all caught up. That was the whole point of doubling down for the past three days. <laughs> oh, God. What's funny yeah. is that you look like a cracked addict with your little fucking cup of coffee in hand. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you look at... Have you ever seen Ant-Man and Wasp? Yeah, yeah, of course I did. Oh, yeah, Ant-Man and Wasp was actually better than the first one. Like, I loved both. Yeah. And what I have to give credit to Ant-Man is that it goes back and uh, actually gives you like a little glimpse of what happened with Peggy Carter, like you know where like Hank Pym and uh, their differences. I'll, I'll get into that later because I can actually go into that Age of Ultron. But continue with Guardians. Uh, oh, you got someone? I didn't get to put in my input from the question. I one or two. Bring it in, brother. Do it. <sighs> All right, so. I am Tiny Groot. You <laughs> Amazing. I'm sorry. Not I am lie. Tiny Groot. Uh, yeah. Not gonna lie. Man. However, Ultimate Sweetheart. Guardians won. Guardians won. However. Alright. I mean. What? No! You ruined the cookie! You can do that. <laughs> no, my he cookie! Shook. He shook his head because he was scared of getting burned. How do you? What do you mean? He's gonna, my my arm is cold at this point. What do you mean? He's gonna, I, he, did you he not see me? He got another one. Oh, you reheated it? Yes. Uh, okay. Well, anyway. Well, uh, you lost a cookie. I know. Using your mouth as a vacuum or something. But I, I don't know. What? Oh, amazing. This is not a cartoon. Amazing. This is not a cartoon. Don't don't a cartoon. Don't fucking tempt me, asshole. <laughs> I am. I don't do it. Do not do it. Do not do it. Bad idea. You won't do it. What? Why are you doing this? No, this is dumb. I have fucking no. I dare my, you not I, to do it. I don't double double dog dare you to do it. I dare you not to do it. I dare you to the end of time not to do it. Someone give me that. Someone give me that. Dare you use my inner reverse on? I quadruple dogged. I wild Uno card dare you not to do it. I know what to do. Stop it. Anyways, you gonna pick it up? You're a bitch if you don't do it. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, now I have to do it. No, you're a whore. You're a pussy if you do it. No, no. Oh, why is this? Oh. Oh. 
Anyway, that's listen. how you do shit. Oh and my listen, God. your first time listening, welcome to our show where we actually oh, have oh. serious spurts. And, and that's how you get addicted to heroin, folks. Oh my God. <laughs> no, what? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> ah. What happens? Just, yeah, just. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, but you're not going to eat it with you. How did that make it worse? Uh, All right, find, find something to talk while I get a napkin. What do you think about the budget? I was about to get the ultimate disrespect. No matter what's that, I just want to put it in the You're first. lucky that you picked it first. Which one of you deceived right now would you rather see? Guardians 2. Guardians 2? Why would you rather see Guardians 2 right now if you deceive between Guardians 1 and Guardians 2? I don't remember everything in 2. And because Guardians 1 is very Guardians 2. I know, but I don't remember everything from 2. If I, I did, I'm pretty sure I would still see one. I, I don't know. But it's Tiny Brew. That just sells it. <laughs> I had napkins in my room. He hit my testicles. Amazing. <laughs> Thomas, I had napkins in my room. I was about to call you something that you wouldn't have been able to turn down. Nobody would have made you change your mind. I was about to call my inmates bitch. Oh, what? Oh, I would have called oh. him a dickless creature if he <laughs> did. An <laughs> <laughs> uh, inmates bitch. Hey. You out here holding some jailbird's pocket, like amazing, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> right. amazing. So, where, where do we leave off again? Um, Anubis was actually saying if he had to see between Guardians One and Guardians Two, that he'd rather see Guardians Two, but because he doesn't remember Guardians Two. Oh, I no, that's fair enough. That. I was actually thinking along like the similar lines. I, I do remember. I remember going to opening night for both. It was, it was definitely interesting. When, because I'm not gonna lie, I remember when the original trailers <laughs> dropped for Guardians One. I had actually not known about, like, I knew they existed, but I had never picked up a single comic from Guardians. Yes, I know, like never. I I knew of them, kind of like how I, how when I was younger I knew of the Fantastic Four until I actually started looking into them. Like I'll admit, Thor was like my biggest thing, but I, I was like, eh, you know, maybe like one comic here or there. Um, for every other like Marvel person, like I've I've at least seen them introduced in a comic with whether it was a team up, um, their comics kind of like crossed or they were separate entities all together. But Guardians, like I remember seeing covers, and I was like, oh, like this looks really cool. But I n- I never remember actually reading about the Guardians. So like when I saw this pop up, and I was like, oh snap, I don't know about this. I need to like refresh. I need to like catch up on my Marvel knowledge and like you know look at the encyclopedia and check out all the comics that I can before a movie comes out. And they were actually pretty cool. It was completely different than anything I had ever seen, because their entire demeanor as a whole <laughs> was explain explain what your your co-host is doing. So. Oh, I thought it would float, but it didn't. It sank. <laughs> you actually put it there. So I can see the during air during our last spurt, uh, our, our my co-host yes, Chris he here yes, decided he to have coffee with these really delicious cookies that I got from home. Oh, they're phenomenal! And he dropped it. We, need and we had to clean it no, up. No, no, he didn't drop he it. He just took his second one and dropped it in his coffee. <laughs> he didn't drop it. He carefully placed it in. No, he he dropped it. He, he I saw him look at the cookie and. Constantly let go. <laughs> drop implies that he did it accidentally, though. No, well, dropping no, is having right, an object right. and letting it fall My with bad. gravity. Never said you're a stupid anubis. <laughs> Why? Hey, he just slapped my arm. At least it. it wasn't the finger. I will lick you. Anyway, I know you will, and I'm trying to. No, stop. Just let just let him do whatever he's gonna do. I don't even care at this point. 
There's no stopping. I give up. There's no stopping. There really isn't. <coughs> anyway. I'm a um, wild animal. I'm sure you are. He's a roaming creature. <laughs> um. Fuck, let me lose my train of thought, you asshole. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. You uh. Fuck. We were talking about the comics. Oh, oh right. Never yeah, reading them up, and their uh, demeanor was com- is completely different than that of any other Marvel character or team. They're, it's not even like the serious or goofy vibe they they have. It's the outlandish and misfit vibe that they have. Like X Men is, is also very different, but there's more family oriented. With Guardians of the Galaxy, it's like dysfunctional family, and by like like dysfunctional family, like by the end. And when they actually, like, come back in, like, they go to battle, it's, like, serious, and, like, they work really well together. But, like, right after the battle, it's just, like, why the fuck did you do that? Or, kind of like our interactions, and you just look at them and say, asshole. It's just, like, what? What are you, what are you talking about? And it just kind of goes from there. And Peter Quill's just in the background going, Jesus Christ, I'm with the stupid, most idiotic people in the galaxy. Like, why? why? It's just very... And, Gamora is normally like more kill hungry actually than Drax is, and I, I just find it hilarious. Well, um, interesting. In, or do you or that? Do you think that you they? Tongue t- <laughs> <laughs> You're an ass. You're an ass. I didn't know you can drink the rest of it. I put it next to my little station for a reason. Well, you you're just like you know what? I only want half a cup. Yes, fish. I drink it by and half. And I was like, cup. okay, that's fine, Thomas. You can have half a cup. So what are you gonna say first? I was saying, um, do you think that the, they portray that well in the MCU? Guardians molded it very well. I don't think they did it that well in Guardians Two. Although I do have to say. That in the Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy Telltale game, they do it very, very well. Hmm. Yes. Didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, um, I, I have not played through... Yeah, Marvel invested in Telltale a little while ago. No, no, I know they did. Um, they came out the dark... You said that. They came out the Guardians game, but... I didn't... Well, I you guess. have to think, it actually was not as simply advertised as you might have thought to be like... If you're actively in the Telltale community... Like, playing those games. You're going to know, like, the minute a new game drops. But, like, if you're not interested in Telltale games, or you don't even, like, sir, Because you got to think that Telltale is a, is a miscellaneous, miscellaneous, standalone game series slash category on its own. Like, if you don't keep up with it, you're really not going to know. Kind of like Wolf Among Us. Well, see, like, the thing is, I didn't really know about any Telltale games besides The Walking Dead Exactly, but how heavily is Walking Dead advertised? Yeah, exactly. But before coming to college, like, I didn't know about any other ones, like Game of Thrones or Batman or, like, even the Marvel. Yeah, Yeah, Marvel was really miscellaneous. I mean, granted, I do keep up with Marvel, but, like, the trailer that they had was, like, a little Marvel symbol emerging from, like, this, like, purple and white background, and then after that, it said Telltale, and it just cut out after it played some music. Yeah, that's all we got, because that was the first time... Anything Marvel's never done like they've only stuck to like Marvel versus Capcom and like weird third party games. Like they've never actually like done something like quite like that. And so <clears throat> and I, well I I can't really say that. You have Marvel Spider Man. Oh, I'm getting done. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, I'll, yeah, I'll I, I stole the rest of your copy. So I'll, I'll, I'll just I'll just read for the Do you want to at least try mine? I mean yours is Can you try mine? No. Please? No. It'll make me feel better. Lawrence <clears throat> What um when was the first time you uh, learned about Guardians of the Galaxy? Um, when I learned about 
Oh, and why are you so interested in Eternals? So, um, part of the Eternals is I'm already, I always like, I guess, the Batgirl lore and stuff. One more thing, for those of the people viewing, what is an Eternal, for those who may not know? An Eternal, <sighs> if you could try to put in, like, the, the best words for, for you, best word. The best words I would say is they're extremely old and powerful scientists. That would be the best Science. way I could describe them. Humanity was an experiment. Other forms of life are an experiment. They experiment with life. Would you say scientists or creationists? No, I would say scientists. Only because creationists, even though I just said it there, is kind of hard to say. And I feel like scientists gives a better idea of this is just an experiment and kind of gives you the whole cold, detached idea because some of the stories that involve them when Eternals come back on life they've created or experimented on, sometimes they determine if that experiment was a success or failure. I don't know what happens when you're a success, but I know when you're a failure, they destroy you and start over. Shit. Alright. <laughs> Fair enough. Or Galactus eats you and they don't get a chance to see. Uh, Galactus. Good old Galactus. I wonder if that's something that just came to mind. What? The concept of, um... Of um of the soul, I guess you could say. Mm, the soul are we talking about the soul stone or just like souls in general? No, like in the MCU, what I mean. So like for example, um <clears throat> an eternal being like I guess you could say or you know, being a more powerful entity. You say it's God. You, okay. Yeah, you to a say, regular human Yeah, to a God. regular human they would be considered a god. And just, you know, just destroying any life that they deem is unworthy of their, like, creation or even be called their creation. The, <clears throat> if that brings into question the, uh, or at least to <coughs> me, brings into question, like, um, the importance of, like, smaller individual, like, lesser powerful beings. And if, like, just because they're considered a failure, like, what about... Um, like, are they on any, like, kind of equal playing field? Like, like, you can kind of say, like, you know, as humans, we all have, well, uh, personal belief, right? As humans, we all have, like, a certain level of consciousness or vibration, I guess you could say. So, you know, would that be considered, you know, different footing? Or, like, are they just that fucking powerful that it's like, no. Just erase. Your, your existence, your, your whole identity is gone. It doesn't matter. Well, in that sense, I mean, granted, you have one above all, but we won't like it into that whole oh, mess. <laughs> you have the Infinity Stones, but you don't. Know, you do you not know about the one above all. The one. Uh, are you talking about that? Uh, that existential being that it possess. It's technically possessing immortal Hulk. In the no. recent comics, one above all, like the same way there's a God, one below. One above all is like the, like. No one is above the one above all. Like Eternals, Galactus, nobody. Like if he blinks, you're you're just dead. Like you're gone. I. So, are we he's only appeared once in the entire comic storyline of anything. So technically, he's referenced by the very existence of another character, the one below all. Um, in some ways, we look at them as a devil. For other characters, they appear as the most traumatic thing. Um, and, and, and Immortal Hulk, in this case, it looks as if it's Bruce Banner's dad possessing Wendigo and then possessing him, but it's actually the one below all. Interesting. Um, 
No, but I was going to say, similar to the Infinity Stones, uh, how did they come into, or I shouldn't say that, because that would require more research, but did the Eternals create the Infinity Stones? Are the Eternals all in equal power? And if mm-hmm. not, what is the ranking of the Eternals? So the funny part is, there's, so the person who actually created, ah, so, <coughs> not Gore, um, but technically Gore, a god slayer who technically became a god, took the Necro Sword, a weapon created by, um, I believe, Null, um, Null, the god of the symbiotes, yeah, so, so and he... So actually, that's weird. I can't tell if they actually created the universe or around the time of the creation, they just spread more creation. But during its creation, it irritated him. And they cast him out. Technically, there was nothing but darkness. The darkness was what he lived in, the void, the nothingness. That was his domain, and it was his home. They technically disrupted and ousted him from his home, nothingness, with life. Um, so he waged war against gods and eternals. I don't think he really saw a difference. Um, from the head of a severed eternal forged his sword. I go all the way backwards like that because it technically means that eternals were around for a very long time. And some of our timelines are based on when and where they were and when they existed. So let's say if you said before eternal, that's void stuff. You're talking about nothingness. You're talking about like ideas post eternals you're talking about people and possibly early f- before thanos stuff okay. before infinity war stuff yes interestingly enough they released a comic book describing thanos's life on titan and what happened like what led oh. up yeah i saw it in books in million i want to get it up when i get the chance <clears throat> Which well, okay, this, this is a side tangent, but like I, I I've heard you mention about uh, mention Secret Wars a lot, like while our um, mm-hmm. watching time of uh, the movies, when does or I know it takes place after the Infinity Saga, but when specifically, or is it like mm-hmm. an alternate universe in a sense? Mm, it kind of creates an alternate universe if you think about it. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, it's the same Earth, but not. So this is technically stuff that would go into um, Captain Marvel, and they're doing something different with the uh, with the scrolls, but not really, because the scrolls did split apart when the world was destroyed. Though on the comics, the world was destroyed by I believe Galactus, um, but in some stories, I believe the Kree or someone else directed Galactus to the scroll plant. So yes, technically. The Kree did destroy their planet, so saying they destroyed our planet is accurate. The difference is, is instead of like all the scrolls just trying to infiltrate everywhere and be like, this is our new home, they are still technically doing that, but they're just trying to survive. Now there could be some scrolls that are like, now that we've had a chance to settle, we'd like to conquer some stuff, you know, our home's kind of overcrowded. Dang. Could be Secret War stuff. <clears throat> yeah, Secret Wars also splits everything into like different stuff, like like uh, sectors. I guess you, I guess you could say, like Doom becomes more powerful than Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet. Like he becomes a I god. Remember hearing about that. <clears throat> um, each villain or hero ends up like over like ruling over a, do- a domain. And even with like Cap and Iron Man, they also have their sectors as well. Wait, are you talking about Battle World? Mm, Battle World was a result of Secret Wars. Oh, I might be thinking of Secret Invasion. Oh, fuck. Okay, I'm getting... I'm sorry. I no, was getting my because... 
Uh, oh. Let's go back to Guardians. <laughs> so, this is the biggest reason. It wasn't just because of the Eternals and background one. I liked Guardians because they brought in outside species. Other exactly. races. That's actually what I was thinking about. No, you brought in a good thing because I don't think what everything that's happened now, uh, post-Guardians Volume 1, could have been possible without Guardians or even Thor. It didn't just allow you to get outside of the MCU on Earth. It literally allowed you to expand your universe. Hey, there are aliens. There are other species. There are more powerful beings out there. And they are either detrimental that Earth needs and will be vital in the storyline. Or they will be an impedance. They will be horrible, villainous characters like like Thanos. Galactus is still out there. Magic is a thing. Who knows how many other... Dormammu is still a thing. Like, just because he was, yeah, just because they made a deal that he would stay away doesn't mean he might not try to find a way around it. Dormammu? So, I've come to bargain. Dormammu? Which is just incredible. Like, I I think that that I really like, because with with each time, uh, Thor, Guardians, Doctor Strange even, it brought in more flexibility and creativity. You had Thor, Asgard, you have a whole other realm. That directly played into the test track. Like, how are there any more artifacts? Are those going to be important? Is that going to be with each artifact? Is that going to be what's based around the MCU? Um, Guardians of the Galaxy. You have this team of interdimensional, or not interdimensional, this team of um, <clears throat> different species of people. And Groot's going to be vital too because, I mean, if, if they're going with the comic, which I really hope they are, Groot's going to be very essential because he has the world seed. And nobody knows that yet. Which I'm very intrigued. I really hope Isn't they bring that up. the world... Are you talking... Okay, so are you referring to... World the, seed is like a seed for a planet. Oh, okay. Like... Because no, I'm not... Okay, okay. It, I, don't, I don't know the specifics of how it works, but essentially, like, you can breed life. It, it's really cool. That was the whole purpose of Groot's people, was to protect the world seed and how they were brought to life. Like, you can literally breed life from, from nothingness. I thought, or at least someone organic matter. The world seed, as in um, the world tree that connects the nine realms in uh, Norse mythology. I don't think it plays directly to that. That would be interesting, but no, it does not. Also, another thing um, that I wanted to bring up, um, referring back to Dark World, is are the nine realms (coughs) nine different planets, or are they nine different realities? Mm -hmm. So that's a f- if we go by comics, technically they're a combination. You yeah. can get there through raw travel, but it is extremely far. And because they're so far, they are basically their own realms. Yeah. And then there's technically ten realms, where the tenth realm is heaven. And, and then you have hell because God and the devil are actual characters, yeah. as you come to find out. Um. So it's weird because <clears throat> if your place exists as a concept, then it is a realm. So. If you travel by magic, then the simplest answer is, yes, it's a realm. If you are capable of, like, godlike movements, then yes, it's just a place. Because you, I guess to you, how far a place away is kind of arbitrary. It's how much energy do you have to use to get there. Yep. Yeah. Asgardians aren't gods to each other. They're only gods to anything weaker yeah. or that dies early. Which I do find that, like, very, very impactful of what Loki said, is that, you know, to them we're gods, but we're really not. Like, that really had a lot of weight behind it. <coughs> so. Except Cap. Cap's 
No, we're not. No, we're we're gonna go ham on him. On the man who ascended to godhood through one. Oh shield wait, Lawrence, are you comfortable talking about Age of Ultron on our podcast? Since you haven't seen it yet, that's right. I didn't even think about that. I'm gonna say yes, only because I read the comics that originally had Hank Pym as well as. Okay, Ant-Man so I'm not the only one. I, I want to bring that up too. Okay, because there's some really interesting stuff in Age of Ultron that I want to bring up. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, we'll, next podcast. Next podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah, which will be like after this. But um, furthermore, because I did want to keep the Guardians one short, because I feel like there's not too much you could have gone over. I do want to touch on a couple of topics before we bring it to a close. One of them being, uh, just for some miscellaneous Marvel information for any of those viewing that uh, I think you might find interesting, is that during one of the flashbacks when they originally meet the Collector. Also, uh, side note, there's an Easter egg. If you go back and watch uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1, you do see a Dark Elf in one of uh, the Collector's yes. stations, which That's I found right. very interesting. Um, he captures extinct or near extinct to very rare species, hence why he was so fascinated in Groot. Um, and he also probably knows the lore of the world seed. Uh, anyway, when it is going through the flashbacks and everything, oh, also we do see another Eternal, uh, when he's wielding the Power Stone and his giant ass hammer and like literally decimates an entire planet. That's right. Forgot about that. Um, that, that's another Eternal. <clears throat> um, when you go back to the flashbacks and it's it showing everything, and it shows how, oh, you know, this one group was able to harness the full power of the Infinity Stone, if only for a minute, because they tried sharing the power. And it went into how you either have to have a powerful relic or uh, object to uh, work as a conduit for it, or be a very powerful near-godlike being, or just a very powerful being in general, hence Thanos. Um, but... Mm. Starler at the time didn't know he was part Spartax or Eternal. If you think about it, if it wasn't for Starler's DNA, all the Guardians would have died. Mm, if Ego had what? been defeated what? beforehand, they would have all died. Hmm. I'm talking about Guardians 2. No, no, Guardians 1. Because when they all use the Power Stone, I, they get it from Ronan and he's like trying to comfort them. That's right. And they okay. utilize it. Yeah, they come really close, but honestly, the main link, despite them all being powerful in their own unique way, is Peter Cole's bloodline. He's half eternal, and it's not even that he's just half eternal. Ego's had other children, but he was the one successful one that was able to, to utilize his, or tap into his power like, like he wanted. So... Um, actually, a very interesting thing that you uh, mentioned about the uh, about Thanos and how he u- utilizes and that you need a um, powerful relic to act as a conduit for the stones is um, I remember hearing something about I, I'm not I think it was in the com- comics about how you see other instances where you see I think uh, Tony and I think another another character using the Infinity Gauntlet. And not have with all the power stone stones and not having the same um, effect because of how powerful they are. Or it was, um, yeah, like the um, was it the the, the um, amount. I'm pretty sure it was in the comics. The amount of power that they can output using the gauntlet is dependent on themselves, and their that, that's what it was. It was dependent on their like um, their own issues per se. 
Like, um... Interesting. Yeah. So, it might have been... You might be talking about, um... Because there's the Infinity Thanos. Gauntlet storyline <laughs> and the Infinity War storyline. Mm-hmm. In either way, I think it would... There's also Infinity Watch, a group of people meant to make sure oh, that, like... Oh! So I forgot about that. You might be talking about Adam Warlock. I believe he got the Infinity Gauntlet with all the stones he afterwards. Did. And then his evil other side? Yeah, his dark side. He has, like, a weird split personality thing going on. And that... It's his mind is unstable. It didn't just split the power in half. It also made it unfocused. Because it wasn't just... This, the Gauntlet can focus the power, and from there... The gauntlet then takes the wielder's will to, I guess, to focus that energy or use that energy. If your will is not only focused, I guess, split and confused and disagreeing, technically, you're getting some, instead of it just being 50%, you might not even be getting 5 Now, 5% of infinite power is still a lot. That's like staring at the sun with your eyes squinted. <laughs> you're still staring at the sun. You just won't go blind right away. I mean... Five percent of infinite power is still infinite power. It's like looking into the Elder Scrolls without becoming blind. <laughs> no. No. Wow. So, I do. I feel bad. You had something to say earlier, and I didn't get to bring you in. It's sure. Okay. It's okay. I mean, closing thoughts to say on Guardians. I don't have that much on Guardians to to be honest. I mean, it was cool. Large <coughs> closing thought. Mm. If I talked about anything, it probably would have been. Characters, some of their motivations were a little different. Drax, so the Drax comic book version has matched more of his movie version now, which I don't, I'm not really opposed to. Um, his character before was like super noble and wasn't boring. Was actually quite interesting. I, I genuinely believe it was one of those they didn't have confidence in like their own comic book character. Because Thor in the comics now looks more like his movie version, but previously, oh man, he had this nice little silver cap with wings. <laughs> like um, he did in the beginning? He had a, a gambeson on with a little leather padding. Yeah, that little nice, nice little belt. Ah, uh, yes. Nice little sash. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Some leather boots with wings on them as well. Damn. Oh man. Thor was uh, was a character. I mean, he, like, eh, it still looks cool, but it would be a little harder to replicate that. I, I am glad they didn't give him the helmet. Everything else looked pretty accurate. I am grateful they did not give him the helmet. No, they didn't give him the helmet. Right. Um, I believe in this in the first Avengers, he had the helmet on, and I no yeah. Mm-mm. If not, then I'm getting Thor Ragnarok. You know what I'm saying? Ragnarok, like when he put Ragnarok. it on, I thought that was like a nice little like you know coup de grace to to the helmet. Other than that, I, I know he's actually never won it. Like, he's never had it unless you count that instance where he battled 12, which I found very interesting. Hmm. I'm going to Google it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Either that or he had it on in Thor 2, but we know how that goes. We don't We don't mention the Dark World. Opening one. Hmm. But, um... Alright, well, with that said, uh, thank you for tuning in. Um, very excited to uh, be uploading our next podcast and actually after we're done with this Chris and I will be attempting to get the YouTube up and running and upload everything <sighs> that's going to be fun yeah at least we got time um, plus you know also uh, the time of this you know happy Easter everybody uh, if, you're gonna, if you're going anywhere doing anything be safe safe travels have fun again uh, I think it's uh, 10 days now until no 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 it's, uh, it's 8 n- 
Yes. It is eight days until Endgame. Ah! So, uh, you know, hashtag Thanos Avengers Silence. If you see it, don't spoil it for anybody, guys. Uh, it's just this is a really momentum, monumental moment that we've all been waiting for. And even on the feeds that I follow online, everyone is trying not to spoil anything. So if you do know anything about it, don't just don't be a dick. Simply put, don't don't spoil it. Let everyone have the same experience. And like I told Thomas, if you're gonna go see it opening night, make sure before you leave the house, you pee in your poo. And when you get there, you pee and you poo again, just to make sure you don't gotta go during the middle of the movie. And regardless, the hardest choices require require the strongest wills. So you bring a water bottle. Um, side note, though, apparently, according to uh, Robert Downey Jr. and the Russo brothers, the first fifteen minutes of the oh, film man. will have you in waterworks, and the last eight minutes of the film are the most monumental m- minutes. In the entire MCU history. I did not hear that. Yes. Robert Downey said that the last eight minutes will be forever remembered. Which I am very, very curious about. And I'm also not prepared. Because I thought I was prepared going into Infinity War the first time I saw it. And boy, was I wrong. (laughs) What if it's Stan Lee's last word? (gasps) Oh Oh my god! (laughs) Why would you say that, Lawrence? No. No, don't do that, Lawrence. The heartache! Jesus <laughs> Christ. His goodbye message? Uh, him on his deathbed saying, I love you all, goodbye. Uh, Don't take Chris, I hope you know I'm going to be a little bitch during the movie. Like, I'm not. I mean, I'm, you're I'm a little bitch crying. anyway, so I mean, I'm used to it. Wow. Yeah, I went there. Anyways, so cut that. Cut to the outro music. Hey, I got it right this time. Buenas noches, everybody. 